Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. In this season, we'll be covering 12 songs. I'm your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about Like Ooh Ah, song released by Twice on October 20th, 2015. Twice is a girl group that debuted on October 20th, 2015, with nine members. They're known for their bubblegum pop stylings and extremely catchy hooks. Today's song, Like Ooh Ah, is off of their first mini-album, titled The Story Begins. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. So... I love the sustained synthesizer notes we're getting here. It's just a little pad for us to uh, start from. And there are a lot of vocal samples in Twice songs, and you're going to notice throughout this song that there are uh, just an insane amount, uh, a sample being, you know, a little recorded piece of audio that wasn't necessarily recorded for this song, although I have no doubt that, you know, some of the samples here, uh, you know, are meant just for this song. It's not hard to create them, but there are lots of little bits of vocals that are going to be inserted, and uh, we've got one here at the end transitioning us. But before we get to that, there are also some small bits of uh, flute going on that are going to carry us throughout the song, and, uh, you know, that's an interesting choice for a, a, a pop song. Uh, not a lot of pop music, we'll say, uses a flute. Uh, I'm not sure this is a real flute that was recorded, but it is a flute sound, so... Uh, you know, credit where credit is due. <laughs> uh, and there's a subtle build into uh, this verse, and uh, let's see where it goes. So the instrumental from that intro uh, carries through. However, there's some pretty reverby drum hits going on here. Uh, reverb being a, putting the effect on the audio to make it sound like it's in a huge room or you know being recorded in some big space. So gives us a couple of couple of hits there over these very uh, you know melodic and nice sounding vocals, and then. You eventually get some drum machine style hi-hats and a clap to keep time. Uh, another notable part about this verse is five different people <laughs> participate in this. Uh, when you have nine people in the mix, so to speak, uh, you know, everybody has to have their time. And uh, I think they're using everybody really effectively here because having five different people sing in a span of just a few moments is... Something that could be overwhelming, but I think they really, uh, they threaded the needle here and made it work. And everybody's interplaying and, uh, you know, playing off of uh, each other. And uh, it just, it works. It, it really works. Uh, in the latter part, when the drums start to come in a little more, uh, it does feel faster paced, even though the tempo of the song is not changed. 
Uh, I think that's natural and uh, it's good because it's bringing the energy level up even before we get to the pre-chorus. So speaking of the pre-chorus, So we've got the clap, we've got those big reverby kick drums, uh, but there is a new musical element that I want to point out and something that I only began to appreciate as I was doing the prep for this episode. Do you know what it is? Did you notice anything new? It was the guitar. Of course. You knew that. I know that. Well, I didn't know that until I started working on this episode, but it's uh, it's nice because it goes to show you that when you listen to music with uh, you know, your active ears, you're actively looking for new things, you may find something in a song you've heard dozens of times before, like I have with this song. So along with the guitar and those simplistic but effective drums, uh, you've also got some really soaring vocals and uh, some English parts. And uh, you know, this song is not super deep. It's not about, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not about anything that's new or has never been talked about before, but it is, it is a, a simple and understandable thing, which is wanting to fall in love and wanting to be in love with someone that makes you feel different and uh, wanting to be in love with someone that excites you. So um, let's see if this chorus is as exciting as I think it is. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. I'm sitting here recording this, and uh, I stand when I record now, and I, I'm just kind of grooving as I listen to that chorus, because that is, it's so fun. You've got a proper kick drum, you've got a proper snare, the drum beat is fully here, and the anticipation for it, uh, on my behalf, could not have been higher. I'm a big fan of percussion, and I'm always waiting for that beat to finally kick in. So now that it's here, man, it uh, it really hits. And we will talk more about that beat later. But uh, you probably noticed the bubblegum pop effect is fully here. It's fun. It's danceable. It's nothing you think too hard about. But man, it sounds real good. And the vocals here, incredibly well done incredibly well performed you know for their first single this is the first big song that twice put out almost uh four years ago and uh it's quite the impression uh twice is still a very active and very popular group and uh hopefully you can understand why just from this first song so <laughs> now that i have uh gushed about how much i like this chorus when my favorite choruses in all of K-pop. There is a little post-chorus 
breakdown here. It's the only one that happens in the rest of the song. But uh, hopefully you will enjoy it as we hear from two members of Twice We've Not Heard From Yet. So we come to the infamous K-pop rap break. There's a buzzing, almost insect-like synth going on here that's uh, really fun. And uh, again, an element that I had not totally focused on until I was actively listening to this song. There's also a pretty snappy beat, literally. It's just um, mostly a snap. Uh, And for an upbeat, poppy group, Twice generally does have pretty good rapping. It it gets better in... uh, their future songs, and uh, not to say it's not good to hear. It's good. Uh, they've got two members, uh, Dahyun and Young, that generally handle the rapping. Um, not always, but uh, it's generally really, really good. And uh, I think my bias towards this group is starting to show, so I will move on. Uh, this little post-chorus break, which is relatively short, but I did want to talk about it separately, uh, gives us a little buffer between the chorus and the next verse where we go to an even, you know, a different vibe. So uh, it starts to speed up at the end here and it builds into... So this verse is extremely interesting to me because you've got these hip-hop style drums going on. Very bassy kick drum, a nice snare, there's some claps going in there. But then you've got these very melodic vocals. And I'm all about embracing contrast and celebrating contrast in these pop songs. And this is the point where it's at its highest. So here we are. Embrace it. And not only do the vocals contrast with the instrumental they contrast with each other you've got mina and momo delivering some high-pitched flowing vocals and then sana comes in and delivers some more rapid fire almost rapping with her delivery but she's still definitely singing it is her forte and uh also if you choose to watch the music video which i will link in the show notes uh, there's a very comedic part uh, going on during this verse that I enjoy. Uh, Twice is a very goofy, fun-loving group, and uh, they let that vibe show basically immediately. So I won't spoil it for you, but I encourage you to watch the video. So you may have been able to tell there at the end we're going into the pre-chorus, so let's go. <laughs> So the claps are back, the reverby kick drum is back. We're we're sort of back to that bass line that the pre-chorus sets. And uh, it's a very exciting pre-chorus. I think it's a very effective demonstration of taking that energy level and raising it up, raising it up to meet that chorus. 
I feel like that's uh, that's a given with a lot of the pop music we've talked about, but I'm always looking for really good examples of uh, these concepts, which I'm not a scholar of, but uh, I'm an appreciator and an, a novice uh, student of pop music. And it's just, it, it's a very, very exciting pre-chorus to me because uh, it has to come up to meet what is a, a much more, uh, you know, driven chorus than the verses. Although that last verse was pretty, pretty intense compared to the, uh, the first verse in the song. So not much more to say about the pre-chorus. The, uh, it doesn't vary much from the first one. So uh, let's go back to the chorus, okay? snare in that chorus just hits so hard and if you watch the video or if you watch any live performances you can see they really emphasize those snare hits uh what's interesting also about this chorus that we've not already discussed and that's the flow of the delivery here evolves over time as we start at the beginning it's just uh some very sparse uh delivery but as we get through uh the duration of the chorus there are more and more syllables over time it speeds up and uh, it may not be clear upon first listen maybe you caught it this time and if you didn't I encourage you to go back or when you're listening to this song in its entirety by yourself which i encourage uh you may notice that it's uh, it's an interesting technique to get the the energy to even build even further when you're inside of the chorus without it seeming like, you know, they're not ratcheting up the instrumentals, they're not increasing the tempo, literally. But, uh, yeah, nice little effect there. So we're about to go to the bridge, which is, of course, where things change up. So let's see what Twice does. So we get a little play on uh, the name twice there at the end, but uh, this bridge is really cool because you essentially get two bridges for one. At the beginning, there's sort of a low-pass filter over the guitar. It sounds like it might even be an acoustic guitar, not an electric guitar, uh, which are the two types of guitars, and there are none others, so don't even ask about them. Uh, there's a, a vocal sample here, two bridges between these two sections, and when we get to the second part, there is a more intense and driving beat than he had a synth going in there. There's so many vocal samples happening here. So many little vocal bits and ad-libs happening. Uh, there's also a big English section here, which is pretty, pretty neat. Uh, K-pop uh, has a lot of English in it. Uh, <laughs> 
there is some Spanish in, in some songs that seems to be more common as time has gone by, but uh, it is an interesting part because it is everyone singing in unison, which generally does not happen outside the chorus. So having here in the bridge is fun. And the actual words they're saying, you know, it's uh, it's a little goofy, but, um, you know, it's likable. I think that's bubblegum pop in general is, you know, it's kind of goofy. You know, if, if you're taking it too seriously, um, you know, it's it's kind of silly at times. It is very obsessed with love and, you know, things that you, you might think are simple and naive, you know, they're the singer's thoughts on them, but if you just take things as they are, if you earnestly want to enjoy things, I think that's a better way to go through life. I think irony and cynicism are not admirable qualities, not how you should enjoy a lot of things. Um, I think you should try to earnestly enjoy things. This is uh, (laughs) not something I thought I'd talk about in this episode, but it's something I firmly believe and something I tell people a lot these days when I recommend things is if you go into it wanting to like it and not wanting to make fun of it, I think you will enjoy things more. So just enjoy pop music. <laughs> I think that's the, ep- the the episode's theme and maybe the show's theme is just don't think too hard about it and uh, just just let it flow through you and see what happens. So... Now that we've gotten through that, the very goofy but likable uh, end of this bridge here, we've got the one final chorus. So let's see what Twice does. that we have hovered back down to where the intro is and we're done we've got that huge huge notes from jihyo the leader of twice in twice is not changing the world of pop music but it is straightforwardly good and fun and if you want to like it i think you can now the question that remains is where do you go from here well, if you would enjoyed Twice and want to hear more from them, they have a huge amount of singles that I could recommend. But specifically, I'm going to say you should start with Likey. If you'd like to hear from another group that has a similar vibe but tends to have more of a, a shuffling style and will use lots of horns and brass instruments and almost goes for a, a weird sort of swing vibe, uh, try Bam by Momoland. Momoland. <laughs> 
like the bubblegum pop of twice, but wish it could be taken to even higher heights. Uh, Red Velvet is a group I've recommended on here before, but their song Russian Roulette is specifically so bubblegum pop, I feel like I have to mention it here. So here it is. If you want to hear from a group that's been active for not quite as long, is not quite as big as Twice, and maybe has some different ideas uh, and has a different style of electro-pop, as it were, uh, GWSN's Puzzle Moon is quite good. And finally, if you've listened to all these songs, you've heard me recommend them, and you say, Evan, I just, what about a boy group? There's got to be a boy group for me. Well, what about NCT Dream and their song, Chewing Gum? And with that, we have come to the end of our time together this week. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. This is one of my favorite songs, and uh, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed listening to me gush about it. It's, uh, it's been a delight. It's been something I've been looking forward to talking about this whole season. So you can find a list of all of these songs links to them individually, and a Spotify playlist of all of them in the show notes, in the summary, in the description, whatever your podcast client or wherever you listen to this, whatever it calls it, that's where it is. If you want to learn more about the show and see details about all of our episodes, we've got 11 now, if you count this one, you can go to kpopcompanion.com. If you want to get in touch with me, talk to me about the show you may hear my cat meowing in the background uh you can get in contact in one of two ways uh twitter is good that's twitter.com slash kpop companion or at kpop companion if you're already logged in or you can send an email to podcast at kpopcompanion.com i am speaking like this to emphasize how to spell <laughs> uh, and I will read everything I promise to respond unless you're super mean but you wouldn't do that right if, you're, if you got all this way I don't think you're mean so yeah 
If you could go to the iTunes podcast directory, you can find a link to the specific listing for our show on kpopcompanion.com. If you could go there and leave a review, that's probably the best thing you can do other than tell your friends about the show. Next week is going to be our final episode of the season. Episode 12. It's been coming. I'm sorry. I hope uh, <laughs> I hope you're not too sad we're coming to the end of the season. But I've really enjoyed making this show, and I look forward to what the next season is going to bring. So, with that, I'm going to sign off for now. I'm Evan Walsh, and I'll catch you next week.